This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 152. Hey, Pastor, thanks for joining me today. Happy Monday. Good to talk to you. What's the purpose of your church? What is your purpose? If somebody were to ask you, Pastor, to sit down with a blank sheet of paper and in two sentences write down the purpose of your church, what would it be? What if you didn't have two sentences? What if you only had one sentence or one phrase? I don't know if this is connected, but this past weekend, I was getting a little frustrated, maybe a little tired of not getting my message until the last minute. I'd been working in Colossians chapter 2, particularly verses 5 through 16, and man, I just could not get that passage together. There's so much there. There's so much there in Colossians. And I was trying to whittle it down, whittle it down. What's the message? What's the big idea? What, you know, what am I going for here? Because as we've talked about recently, I think I talked about this with Dave Jacobs, sometimes messages go a little long. Sometimes they kind of bloat and expand, even while you're working with them, right? Even while you're preaching. So I was particularly trying to focus my message this past weekend, and it just seemed like God wasn't giving me a message until the very last minute. You know, you're working on it all week. You've got all kinds of material, but then you've got to narrow it down. You've got to whittle it down. Well, what is the purpose of your church? I don't know if what I just said about message prep had anything to do with the purpose, except except for the fact that when you're working on messages— you want to have some continuity. You do want to have some focus. You want to have simplicity. And sometimes when you're trying to figure out the purpose of your church, you're trying to bring it down to that irreducible minimum. If you could say one thing about the purpose of your church, if you could say one thing about the purpose of your message. But big picture, if you wanted to talk to your people, say, hey, hey, folks, if there's one thing you got to remember, this is it. This is the reason we're here. This is the reason for our existence as a church. So what am I talking about? Maybe church culture? Maybe church values? Uh, the ethos of the place. If somebody came in to your gathering uh, this coming weekend, what, what would they sense? What would they feel? What's the atmosphere? What's the climate in your church? What's the mood or the, the flavor and all of those things are going to be connected to what the purpose of your church is. Now, uh, I'm not talking about standards. I'm not asking what are the standards of your church. I'm not asking what are the beliefs of your church. I'm not asking what are the projects or the goals of your church. What are its associations? Who does it connect with in the community? What other groups does it partner with? I'm not asking really what's the mission or vision of your church or even the causes to be passionate about. I'm asking, why is your church there? Why does it exist? I mean, we do some things as a church. We do prayer. That's good, right? Prayer, uh, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous person accomplishes a lot. Bible reading, is that what we're there for, to read the scriptures. How about 
Sunday worship or Sunday rest. We're there to serve, right? Sometimes in our in our church, we talk about the thou shalts and the thou shalt nots. Uh, we're there to share an offering, to give to God. We're there to be a part of a small group, to connect in relationships. Sometimes we're talking about uh, missions or missions trips or community projects. We could be talking about sharing the gospel, witnessing to others. These are all things that the church does, that the church is a part of. But if you were to put all of these things in a pot, fill it with water just to cover the top of the pile of these things, and then cook it up high, turn the heat up high, get it boiling, what is it going to be reduced to? What is the thing that if you had to tell a church member, hey, as a member of my church, there's one thing. If you get nothing else, there's one thing. What would that one thing be? That's what I want to talk to you about this week, Pastor. I think it's so important. I think it's important that we don't get this wrong because I believe, and you know what? I could be wrong. It wouldn't be the first time I could be wrong. But, you know, I've been doing this for a while, along with so many of you. What would be that thing that is so important that we don't miss and that we don't forget while we're, quote unquote, playing church, while we're being the body? What is that one thing? Again, that if you had to tell your people, Paul, you're a member of this church, you're a part of this church, here's the one thing I don't ever want you to forget. And if you'll do this thing, if you'll do this thing, I don't have to worry about all the other things that you might be involved in in this church. I want to talk to you about that this week, Pastor, but I'm going to let you sit on it for a while. I'm going to let you think about it. What do you think that one thing is? And I'm going to let you think, what is that one thing for you? Because you may have something different than me. I think I've got a Uh, a biblical one. I think I've got the one that Jesus would have said is the one thing. I think I've got the one that, that the Apostle Paul writes about and says is the one thing. But you might have something different. And I may look at yours and say, huh, I didn't know that. I like yours better. I actually like yours better, but we'll see. We'll see. Hey, if you think about it, today's Monday. If you listen to this and you care about doing this and you got a second, send me an email, jeff at coachingforpastors.org. I'd love to hear what you think that one thing is, but I'm not going to tell you the one thing until tomorrow. We'll pick it up tomorrow on episode 153 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast, and we'll talk about that one thing.